my rat's nest here. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, welcome back, everybody, to Two Girls, One Cap. Um, I'm Asha. I'm Gwen. And uh, we're coming to you not so hot off the tail of uh, the fourth episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was titled, God, what was the title of this? The Whole uh, World is Watching. The Whole World is Watching. Mm-hmm. Um, would, you like to, would you like to start us out this week? Sure. Um, did you, you take notes? <laughs> I did. I was so proud. Oh, good. I'm so, I'm so I, proud. Yeah. I did not. Um, oh, and okay. we'll, we'll get to why in a moment. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, I don't feel like this is an episode that I want to talk about in order because to me, structurally, Fair. it's a bookended episode with two opposite scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I would like to just say that about the title, The Whole World is Watching, I got a very wrong idea in my head when I saw that. And I w- could have sworn that that was a line from the newsreel footage when they're showing the war scenes in Captain America, the first Avenger. Like, you know, the whole world is watching us. Mm-hmm. And so I went back and watched them mm-hmm. and came away with the, the revelation that there's talking in the one in the theater, but the other ones are not propaganda films. They're like reels that Peggy Carter and mm-hmm. curmudgeon man, I mean, I, Tommy Lee Jones are watching. They're, they're not... <laughs> sorry um they're not there's no voiceover i could have sworn it was like captain america i i, I mean i've invented yeah that yeah yeah thing. but i thought that that was like they pulled that and they were going to say like basically you know when steve they were i thought it was a theme like when steve was off doing this the whole world was watching and now you know but it's not a, yeah. it's not a direct and it's still there but the line didn't work and that's where 45 minutes of my life went today but, <clears throat> yeah all right so do you have any opening thoughts, my dear? Um, I am. Um, <sighs> we have too many thoughts at once. You have too many thoughts at once. Um, I'm. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll start with what I had told you before we started recording. I don't know how they're going to wrap everything up in two more episodes. No, that's, yes, this I'm, is a tall order. It, I am very, very consu- uh, con- concerned and confused, confused um, about how yes. they're going to, how they're going to pull that off. Um, and I, it, this whole episode mm-hmm. felt like, and, and we talked about this too off air, that we know that they had to go back and do a lot of reshoots and a lot of rewrites and that <laughs> there were a lot of things that were hitting too close to home with what was mm-hmm. really going on in the real world at the time. And so they had to change so much. Um, but this whole episode to me felt incredibly disjointed mm-hmm. um, and not in the sense of like the power broker where it was just clunky and not, mm. um, I, I feel like in hindsight, that episode just maybe wasn't well thought out or well edited or well put together. Whereas mm. this episode seems like they were trying to take several different storylines and mash them all together. Yeah there's, a, yeah, there's a lot of ideology being discussed here. And 
Whereas last episode, um, yeah, I, I, everything that you just said, it felt like they had to cobble together something new. Mm-hmm. And and I'm forgiving of that because you know, it was still entertaining, but it was just a little weird. Of course, this yeah. one it does something different in that I'm I feel so okay. I am not compelled by the flag smashers, and that was that felt like that was what the middle section of this show was mostly about. Yeah, and probably should be about, but they're not interesting to me. They should be. Their situation should be interesting they're not being handled in an interesting way and i mean i could have easily like put it this way there's a few there's parts of this episode i'll go back and watch again even if they're disturbing parts i have no desire to see any of that stuff in the middle again it was a snooze fest yeah and i and that's that's the problem because the same i have the same feelings about the flag smashers as i do with the the grc the global re Patriation committee i have no interest i have no feeling towards them because they've there's nothing established about them right and i'm guessing i'm these are good storytellers so they must have been something and they've removed it yes and they've not put anything else back in and and i'm not sure why that would be because briefly this is disney it's the biggest studio in the world one of the biggest companies in the world perhaps the biggest I haven't been keeping track, you know, right, right. they have access to every kind of talent in the world and they have the resources and the time. There was somebody out there that could have made this right. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying this is awful, 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 but there's really no reason why when this is the thing that I was of all the series, this is the one I was the most looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And I'm disappointed in that it feels sort of like 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 there wasn't a level of care at the end of it that there mm-hmm. should have been and that that feels disrespectful to me yeah um but and, and but like and so the thing is like with the flag smashers and we said this a little bit earlier and i'll say it officially here i i get that their plight what, what bothers me is that their plight is something i should easily empathize with they're doing things they're in cause they're in goal their reasonings are things that i would align with that i would understand you know mm-hmm. um obviously not the villain you know blowing people up but but it's hard it's hard when there's real world events and people being treated worse than these guys hanging out in their baroque ballrooms right you know that yeah. i get it's displacement it's it's a hardship mm-hmm. suffering is not a competition right you know the u.s has kids in cages it's, yeah. It seems different to me, and I'm I'm not sure what you know they didn't whatever. It's just their their suffering is not. But 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 it wouldn't even need to be like oh they don't need to make it the same level. It just needs to be presented to me in a more compelling way. Yeah, absolutely. That's really absolutely. it's really just as it was very 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 much like laying on a warm waterbed in the middle of this. Like I just was just adrift, but I wasn't you know. Yeah, I wasn't wet. And I, and that's starting to sound like an entirely different thing, but yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I empathize with their plights, where you know the the uh, God, I'm not calling it this. The snap happened, and <laughs> I, I yes. will not call it the flip. The snap happened, and all mm-hmm. these people disappeared, and suddenly there's there's available homes and available jobs, and there's more food for everyone. I and I, and then suddenly everyone comes back. And all those things are suddenly taken away and people are displaced. Right. Like you're saying, I empathize with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's and being it's, presented in such a drab 
yes care, oh careless like they're kind of just like as an afterthought they're like oh we were displaced mm-hmm. right i didn't yeah. understand fully until this episode and maybe that was like a lack of comprehension on my part but until this episode i didn't fully understand what their whole revolutionary plight was yeah because i feel like it wasn't clear up until now no which is no i mean poor storytelling yeah. which is just poor storytelling no, that's it. True. So, okay. But now that we've bashed it, uh, let, <laughs> hello. Um, I, I agree with you about like the the whole structure of the episode. Um, but and this is something the MCU seems to do a lot: is they end really strong. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you kind of start to forget what you saw along the way because the ending yeah. is so freaking strong. And then the, this one didn't. But then they give you like a. I'll, I'll talk about this. Like, when I have an issue, this is sorry, with all of the, this, this didn't have it, with the, everyone loves the end credit scenes and they bother me, but we'll talk about that later. Sure. Okay. All right. So um, in my opening, I would just like to say that if Sebastian Stan needs all the Emmys. <laughs> I would just like to say for the record, um, that I, I read an article recently where someone was like, I don't understand why Sebastian Stan is getting so much praise for everything because he's not a good actor. And I was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, yeah. first of all, you're incorrect, sir, or and or madam. I don't know. I, you know, didn't bother to find out your name because I disregarded your complete article. Um, but I was I was sitting watching the opening of the episode and I was like, that's more emotion than anyone in any Marvel film has ever shown. Anybody Except for maybe stuff? Chadwick Boseman in um, Civil War when T'Chaka died. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, no. you know, <laughs> you know like, yeah. 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 No, I mean, and this is, yeah, I mean, this was amazing. And the chemistry between him, he and Io, I guess it's not Io. So it, yeah, Io, uh, yeah. That, that was amazing to see the level of trust Mm-hmm. which is all the more heartbreaking later in the episode when it appears to be damaged absolutely um, yeah and i mean the whole i know they're showing us the, the, the what he's remembering but mm-hmm. i wouldn't have needed to i'm glad they did but i wouldn't have needed to see those clips to know what he's thinking about right because right. he did such a great job mm-hmm. and then at the end just you know the the re- the realization and then this smiling a little bit behind his hand like still crying just oh my god it was so amazing it was so amazing yeah and she was so great with the you know the, the way she says you're free you know mm-hmm. it's just it's so beautiful yeah um and uh and I think this is a good time for me to hopefully say something else that occurred to me this is just a really prime drama queen kind of role for Sebastian Stan at this point. Absolutely. And, and Anthony Mackie isn't handed this same thing, but he's so mm-hmm. solid. It's sort of the same thing that Chris Evans had going on where Tony's doing all the fun quips, you know, fun, mm-hmm. funny quips mm-hmm. and, 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 but honestly, like Chris Evans work was, I don't, you know, you know what I mean? Like he made yeah. a character that, w- that could have been very dry Right. very compelling and you know and he played it portrayed it with a level of loneliness that i don't think people were expecting and anthony mackie's doing some heavy lifting with all this empathizing and talking with people i mean that these are 
these aren't like those, you know, Oscar bait kind of crying moments at the beginning, but still mm-hmm. amazing. These, these guys are pulling it down. Yeah. So. They're, they're putting in the work <laughs> for what I think is lackluster writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're proving that uh, they have what it takes to make up for the lackluster writing. Right. Speaking of, like some of the, some of the weird choices, like this is jumping around. Cause again, I just don't think this is an episode that does that warrants. It's very nonlinear. So yeah. Yeah. Um, what are, there were some lines in here that were great. And then some that I'm just like, even I walked, I went back and watched it a couple of times. Like, Why on earth did during one of all those shifts? Oh, when, Bucky gets so disgusted with Zemo and throws the glass of tea or whatever down. And he says, you want to see what someone could do with leverage? What, what is this? Yeah. What does that mean? This is the worst. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) But, but adversely, then you have him, he kicks that, that flag smasher through the brick wall. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, stay down. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and it's one of those where it's like, this is what I, this is, this is what I want versus what you gave me. Right, exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and since we're talking non-linearly, uh, can, we, <laughs> can we discuss the the ending at this moment yet or not? Would you prefer not? No. Okay. Um. Yes, we can. We can talk about the ending now if you want. Okay. To. So I saw the. Okay. So a villain doesn't necessarily have to be evil. They're just usually the opposite of the protagonist, right? Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, and it, this episode became more and more clear to me that, you know, Sam and Bucky as, you know, mutual, you know, twin protagonists, that, you know, they anyway, so, so, but I'll take Bucky's opening scene against the ending. This is like Bucky's is a very private moment of becoming, you know, he's, he sheds it off. Um, and everything about Bucky is the opposite of John Walker. I mean, there's been some discussion about based on the numbers that he recited when he was, a, you know, a prisoner of war that he was drafted based on that mm-hmm. rather than someone who enlisted. Right. Um, he didn't want the serum. He didn't want to do any of the stuff that he did. Um, and he had to be pardoned for the things that he mm-hmm. you know, did while he was under Hydra. And then John is just basically the absolute opposite of this. You know, he enlisted, he's been celebrated, he's, you know, um, anyway. And so, so when I think about this moment, it's, it's Bucky finding it out. It, to me, a lot of that is Bucky finding out that that serum didn't corrupt him. Like, mm-hmm. I think you'd have to wonder all along, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because Erskine made it very, made it very clear that it's not, as Hoskins says, something that just exacerbates who you are, you know, it's, it's power and can you be corrupted by it? And that's, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, but then again, on the whole opposite spectrum, it's Bucky in the dark, you know, in the most secluded, you know, protected country in the world with one other human being by firelight. And here's John Walker daylight surrounded by people showing who he is you know and bec- and he it's his becoming 
Yes. You know, and I, I thought that was, that was so amazingly well done, you know, to, to, to bookend it like that. Mm -hmm. And also just to, to make it really clear without saying anything, using a near shot for shot cinematic approach to that fight. Well, for lack of a better word, when John Walker murders the man with the shield. Yeah. You know, this is this this is a lot like Steve on top of Tony at the end of Civil War in in, in every way. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly. the same parallel that I I told you that <laughs> Athena and I talked about this when we went for our walk right. today. Mm-hmm. And she she her her thing was she she had a moment she was like that shield should never have blood on it and I was like let me just point out the parallel between Civil War right and this episode yeah of it's the, the same Soldier. thing yeah. yeah and and also to be clear just to show how very different someone can be than Steve Rogers like in that moment in Civil War Steve is probably the the most emotional we have, we see him. for sure absolutely and tony was still actively trying to kill you know bucky he'd he'd shot his arm off with a full blast laser he you know he he's he's literally wearing you know the most advanced weaponry on the planet yeah and steve is on top of him and chooses not to harm him but Mm -hmm. to to shut down his machine yeah right and so here's John repeatedly hitting an unarmed man who swears he's not the one who he knows. He knows he's not the one. Didn't kill this person and didn't yeah. kill Hoskins. And he, he doesn't stop. Yeah. And I yeah. think, and Athena has a point, but also I spent, I spent a lot of time today thinking about the shield. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's Cap's weapon, but it's such a unique weapon because it's a protective thing. And that's what Captain America is. He's a protector, mm-hmm. not, you know, it, it'd be very different if, you know, someone picked up his sword and, you know, and you saw blood on it. You are not used to seeing blood on a shield because it's supposed to be protecting people. Absolutely. I'm not saying Steve didn't wing that around and he probably, I mean, I guess we're supposed to think that most of those people don't die, that he, you know, but- you know. Knocked him out, I'm sure, you know. <laughs> Only meant to maim or injure, seriously injure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, well, it just kind of makes you think about Oliver Queen on Arrow and how like, you know, he, <laughs> he probably just gave everyone seriously disabling conditions. So, okay, I'm not killing anyone. Yes. Everybody's but- got a traumatic brain injury now, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, so- but still, difference being this guy, you know, bludgeoned him with what's supposed to be, and you know, a way to protect people. Mm-hmm. And it's so we're just not used to see. You know, it's it's not most weaponry is phallic. This is not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's circular. It's ovum. It's life giving. I mean, it's it's the exact opposite of what we expect to see. And what, whew, what a terrifyingly amazing image there at the end of him on with it on his arm with the blood at the bottom yeah that's a hard one to shake mm-hmm. so that was amazing and awful <laughs> amazing and awful and and i can't help and you know i don't know the the quotes you know but you mm-hmm. have to think back to the first episode 
mm-hmm. when Sam is turning the shield in, mm-hmm. quote unquote, he thinks he's turning it in to right. be part of a display for the Smithsonian. And he's talking about how it's a symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now suddenly John Walker's made it a symbol of death. Right. No, exactly. I mean, the only other comic book character that really, that I'm thinking of offhand that carries a shield is Wonder Woman. And she mm. uses it basically as the same kind of thing. I mean, I think it's made out of some indestructible goat skin or something, but. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, I mean, who knows? Yeah. You know, and she carries a sword. So, I mean, they're really not comparable in that way, but, but still it's, it's just more of a protective thing and mm-hmm. not. Yeah. So yeah. it's, so I think that's why it hits. It's not, I mean, there's, it's hits on a lot of levels. It's, you know, just. Yeah. Yeah. tarnishing of a legacy although it really shouldn't because you know what i mean i mean some it, yeah and um and we aren't used to seeing it and it's it's a thing that we're not used to seeing used in that way mm-hmm. just yeah just yeah. awful so but again that was as hard as it was to watch super effective storytelling like i know exactly who john walker is now absolutely um, because we re- are recording this later in the day i can tell you i did go ahead and listen to a couple of you know, mm-hmm. cat, you know, YouTube shows that I kind of trust that I, I like the, their commentary. And, um, and I have to say, I would actually disagree with them because they were saying like how until this episode, they were really feeling sorry for John Walker and they still kind of do. And I'm like, he, you know, and this is, a, this isn't a position he wanted to be in. And I just feel the exact opposite. I think we've known since the moment he showed up in that locker room and peeled away the rightful owner's name on his old locker Yep. You can tell he's a usurper. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about anything else but himself. Um, you know, in I mean, I, I think he he wants to do good, but he wants to do good if it benefits him. Yes. You know, and um, and Hoskins, God bless his poor dead butt. Um, <laughs> I, I just I. Mm-hmm. Yes. OK, he was sort of he was sort of. Uh, walker's jiminy cricket but he did calm him down a couple times but he wasn't seeing his friend clearly i mean he told him that you know you you always have you know make the right decision going into battle or whatever i've not seen one instance yet when he had his head on right yeah yeah you know he's always coming in hot and ruining things you know i mean Mm -hmm. he didn't he didn't need the serum in his system to screw up and let Zemo escaped twice in the same episode. He sure didn't. You know, and he and he upsets Carly and get, she gets away. I mean, just this guy is no, this guy's not making the right decisions, and he's clearly going to make fewer of them now. You know, now that he's the whole absolute power corrupts absolutely. You mm-hmm. know, he, he's got it because that was Erskine's thing about the formula. Yeah. I'm talking a lot. You should. No, you're fine. Lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, Erskine was saying that to Steve. Well, and that was Erskine's whole thing about when he was talking to the Colonel about that one other soldier. Hodges. And they were like, Hodges. No, no. He's a bully. Yeah, Hodges. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. pulled that out of your ass, but good job. Um, well, I'm glad I, I have enough room to keep a lot back there. <laughs> but, you know, they're saying, like, you know, he's a bully. Yes. You can be an effective soldier, but not be a good person. Right. 
Yes. Which is exactly what John Walker is. Right. Yeah. And there's there's something about um, you know, when when Sam went in to talk to Carly and he's got that that tell, that tick. You you can see me, no one else can see me, but yeah, he's yeah, got no, that he, head twitch thing that he does and yeah, he's he does, like kind of start freaking out. That yeah. is a very clear sign of, of PTSD. Mm-hmm. And it's a very clear sign of someone who is used to being in control and is not in control. Definitely out of his element. Yeah. He's out of his element. He's not in control. He doesn't like that he's not in control. And that's and that's when he loses it. And that's when he goes right. in and he blows the whole thing. Right. And I can recognize that this is I agree with all of that. And I also can recognize that, you know, exacerbating factors are that he's not getting the respect as Captain America that he thought he would get. Of course I don't not. know why he's I don't know why he's running around in Latvia in full you know Captain America uniform when they don't really like him, but you know, whatever. I, I'm guessing I'm I kind of actually think that would be a character decision. Like he might just want to be seen. You, you know, people are asking him for autographs sometimes. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but he just I mean, he, I think there's a difference between, go ahead, sorry. Well, I just was gonna say, I think there's a difference between being Captain America Mm -hmm. in the sense of knowing right from wrong and being able to question when something is right or wrong, which is what Steve absolutely possessed that capability. Right. And I think he wore Sam- the suit. He wore the suit when it was necessary. Right. Just like when, and we talk about civil or we talk about winter soldier a lot, mm-hmm. but I think it's, I think it's necessary to, to look back at that a lot when we talk about this series, but he went and wore his first Avenger suit mm-hmm. to try to trigger Bucky's memory. Right. You know, he, he knew the difference between like what this suit means and what this suit means and what the, and what they represent and what they stand for. But when he's, when they're in Lagos in civil war, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone else is in civilian clothing and he's hiding out in a, in an apartment in his uniform. You know what I mean? He's not patrolling the streets in his full regalia. Whereas right. John Walker, like you said, is cruising the streets of Latvia yeah, with exactly. Battlestar Hoskins. I don't know his name and I don't want to talk bad about him because he's dead now. But, <laughs> you know, they're, they're <laughs> well, cruising exactly. the streets in, in their full Kevlar gear right, with the shield strapped to his back because he wants people to see who he is. Yes. And, and he wants the respect that he thinks he should deserve. And he wants and the it- respect that he thinks comes with the uniform. It doesn't come with the uniform. No, you have to earn it. Comes it comes with what you represent. Right. And, and, um, he, and he lost everything. Right. No, exactly. I mean, and, you know, in the first or second episode, I can't remember, I guess it's the first episode where they have the fight with Carly and everybody the first time on the trucks. And, yes. and Bucky, you know, and Sam's yeah. like, he's all oh, that little girl kicked your ass. Well, here's, here's an instance where some women kicked his butt. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, kick, kick John and, and he, he and Sam is the well. first one to tell him, step down. Yeah, you should like stand down, dude. Like they're not, they don't mess around. And uh-huh. that line where he's like, they weren't even super soldiers, and he's like so defeated. Well, because yeah, cause, and that just tells you where he thought he was uh-huh. when he fell in the echelon, how much respect he 
doesn't have a, for the, mm-hmm. you know, and perhaps it's ignorance about who they are. I which mean, is, I'm sure which we, is totally we, fair. I feel, you know, but, but you don't, you don't lay hands on a woman. You don't know, Mm-mm. especially one holding a spear, you know, and, and don't call them pointy sticks. Yeah. What the heck is that? That's so it's, it's white man patronizing. Yeah. You know, yeah. from your Western civilization. Exactly. And oh my gosh, I the 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 echo of the elevator shield pickup scene where she oh, like 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 yes. even I here walking in this room are more entitled to this shield than you. But don't I'm holding on uh-huh. to it. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, um, when she flipped that shield up and she had it, I was like, walk away with it. Walk away with it. Leave. <laughs> just leave. Leave him. <laughs> just leave him into a waller in his misery. Yeah. Um you know, so much happened in that scene, like as opposed to the middle part of the episode, which dragged. Yeah. So much happens in the scenes that have action in them. Like they're so great, mm-hmm. which just makes it highlights for me that stuff that, you know, suffers, but whatever. You, you got to go make a, go make a sandwich sometimes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but, uh, so in that scene, there, you know, the, the hilariousness of like, you know, you do something and, and Becky's like, looking strong, John, or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Yeah. And then Sam holding his own, grabbing the spears and, you know, yeah, I, I'm assuming they probably have more official names and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. No, but, no, not at all. But yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and catching, like holding the, the, whatever that amazingly pinpoint accuracy of throwing the spear and getting the shield trapped on the table with yes. John. Atta- oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's like orgasm material right there. I mean, like, <laughs> it's just, woo Yeah, yeah. I think about that alone. No, I'm not. That was too no, much. Sorry. No. <laughs> but. Uh, and we're anyway, done. Uh, <laughs> and then, oh my God. It also, just the word. I sort of started to say this about Sebastian Stan's opening thing. Because there is dialogue in that, but not mm-hmm. much. That's mostly right. a wordless scene. Mm-hmm. And, um. And there's one thing in there I do want to talk about. No one will forget, but but there's another exchange that's the opposite exchange of this kind of between he and Io, where she literally disarms him. Yes, you know, I mean, and you know the, the he the, and and there's it's a wordless thing there too, where mm-hmm. you could just tell on his face like the realization that okay they gave this to me I didn't even know this about it and yeah. you know and she you know, she doesn't, they don't trust me with it anymore. You know what I mean? Yep. But at least they left it with him to, Mm -hmm. you know, like as a earn back the trust thing. Um, I continue to be excited that they call him white wolf. This is, this just means that he did some stuff there. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam was really great in this episode. Like as far as like he's not part, he's not the part that drags in the middle. I was interested in all of his conversations. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard probably as an actor to have quiet scenes in the middle of action pieces mm-hmm. that are talking about ideology. I mean, I mean, it's no ship of Theseus, but I mean, you, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, but, you know. I feel it, like, I feel like what Anthony Mackie is accomplishing though with Sam mm-hmm. is... Sam Wilson has always come across as very gregarious, 
mm-hmm. very, I, I, I hesitate to say cocky because I think cocky comes with a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark is cocky. Yeah. Sam true. Wilson is very self-assured. He that's, knows what yes. he's capable of. Yeah. And I, he's, I and he's, and he, and he's, and, and he, he's, you know, he, he knows exactly what he can do and what he can't do. But there's a way that Anthony Mackie plays him with this quiet confidence. Mm, yes. Where it is, it's thrilling to watch him play this character. But it makes me sad that there's not more of it. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Again, we talked about this, like we feel like there's they're not utilizing him enough. Well, for a show that's about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I feel like we're not we're not getting enough of the Falcon. We're not getting <laughs> no, I mean there's that and and if this is about them becoming a true pe- team, because we're seeing mm-hmm. that grow. I yes. mean, even if it's I mean it wasn't Bucky said, like he said, Steve, like not without you, but, mm-hmm. but he's like, no, I'm going with you. We're just earlier. He was like, this is my partner, you know, we're yeah, not partners. Yeah. So it's, it's getting there. I mean, and, and I'm here for that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I keep feeling is that they're showing us that Sam has similar ideals that he's vocalizing to Steve's and Bucky has similar he has all this strength and power and he uses it in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like he's not, when there's all these moments before John Walker bashes the guy in with a non head in with a non-weapon, yeah. Bucky's throwing people to the ground and throwing knives into the cement rather than hurting people. Like he's taking yeah. actual weapons and not using them as weapons. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's sticking to his therapist rules. He's not killing anyone. Right. Right. So... Yes. Um, yeah. I think here. Let's see. I'm curious about <clears throat> what this whole situation with the serum and the power broker. Yeah. And the power yeah. broker coming for for Carly. It mm-hmm. it feels like a storyline that's not going to get played out well. Right. I like at this point. The power broker is like Sauron, except I haven't even seen the eye up in the 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 tower. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I mean, I uh, and as an aside to that, I I just want to say that that's what I. I'll come back to this again. Anyway, okay. I I'm perfectly fine with stories where there's an unseen thing. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm on board, but but now that we're close to the um, when when does this pay off? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and if it's and if you just like let me see that the power broker is Sharon Carter or Ross or whatever, great. But at this point, we have two episodes left, and if it's some schmuck we've never seen before, this is going to be hard. And it, it better not be like a thing ugh, at the end of um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him, where you know it's not Colin Farrell anymore. Suddenly it's Johnny Depp, and I'm supposed to give a shit. Yes, yes. Yeah, don't don't do that. You yeah. know, and. Um, so I, I'm, I'm like preemptively mad, but they've now built this thing up. And I guess to the point where maybe, and I'm not saying it has to come up. We don't, we don't have to have a reveal of who they are in this series, 
but it's going to be weird if they don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, I, and, and as you said, just two episodes left. What all do we have to tie up? We have to yeah. tie up the partnership between Bucky and, and Sam and somebody uh-huh. at Sam has to say he's ready to take the shield and they yeah. have to get the shield. Mm-hmm. And John Walker has to either get taken down or taken in or oh, heaven forbid, take himself out. Yeah. You know, you know, Something. Um, yeah. Carly has to get dealt with. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm in, in the, and I want to say, I trust that they'll do it. Cause I've, I've trusted most things that Marvel's done so far. have not been, you know, yeah. But yeah. Everyone filming John Walker today. I'm going to be very surprised if that's not on the news. But right. that being that being said, I was expecting fallout for Bucky based on the fact that everyone filmed him in the last episode breaking the right. right. Where was this? Where what was happened? that fallout? I mean, John I Walker Bucky didn't show up and was like, "Bucky, you broke your parole. We have to bring you back in." Right. It wasn't That's- that. It was we're taking oh, over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking of leverage, that would have been the thing. Okay, I'm going to take you in unless you include me on your team. There, there was the solution. Yes, there, were, there but, it was right there. But, you know, and just this is sort of a some. There are so many strong people on this show and we can see how they all use their strength differently. Yeah. But for the most part, we keep learning again and again that to the degree that the Zemo is correct, super soldiers in general they're straight it's in strength that they're going to violently do what they want absolutely you know or achieve their means the exception being someone like steve rogers who respected this power that he never had absolutely um and i would say bucky too because he didn't ask for it, it, it apparently super soldier serum is much like the presidency if you want it you shouldn't have it you know so i would agree with that <laughs> yeah 100 okay so i do um, i not to interrupt you continue go ahead i will talk forever if you don't so (laughs) well i was gonna say i know we talked about the potentiality that walker had already taken some form of the serum i was yes i thought i guess it's just a normal action scene where someone survived an unsurvivable thing when he fell off the into the windshield i guess well i i want to i but i want to i want to bring something up okay that i was thinking about and analyzing when I was watching the episode. Um, even though we talked about his tick, okay, as mm-hmm. something that could be related to PTSD, mm-hmm. what if, what if that's related to a bad batch of serum, of US-based produced serum? You know, I mean, that's entire, entirely possible because I... You know, they, they, they made that big deal about how he tested off the charts. Mm-hmm. Who's to say they didn't give him something already and he didn't know about it, too? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I mean, the fact that, that, that the U.S. would go ahead and pick him, would either, and he, if he didn't have anything, means the U.S. has nothing going on the whole super soldier front where other people have it. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm dying here. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh, but that was everyone. Um, so I just, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a. It raises so many questions, and I'm, I, and I, maybe I'm overcomplicating it, but 
you know, it could be just as straightforward as the U.S. didn't have anything. This was their, you know, most mm-hmm. o- you know, obvious blonde-haired, blue-eyed, you know, soldier. Right. Let's stick him in that uniform and, you know, start, you know, and he's our propaganda machine again. And, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's corporate, that's America. Like, why not? But, right. but it would be really weird to me if they didn't have anything going on on the super soldier front. And it makes, so the, the other thought I had today was, is the end for the end for John Walker that he go the U S takes him and they start using him for experiments to get it out of his blood. I mean, I mean, that makes willingly or un. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's, it's very apparent that we're, we're intended to believe that he took the serum from that vial that he, Mm -hmm. Obviously, he bent that that bar right with no yeah. issues. You know, um, I, I think obviously we're we're supposed to believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm curious only, and I only bring this up because I've been watching the MCU in chronological order, and so this mm-hmm. was a recent view. Um, and and this never came up, but they had intentions you know, to, to play this out had they made other movies, but with The Incredible Hulk and, what is it, Abomination, Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he took so much of the serum and it was, you know, of, you know, and everything and, and then right. they took him in and I, and from what I understand, the whole situation was that they were going to run experiments on him and try to extract that serum. Mm-hmm you know, and try to, and to, to get it so that Ross would have mm-hmm. something that could be genetically modified so they could, you know, pass it along and give it to, you know, mm-hmm. everything else that plays into that whole concept of whether he's willingly or unwillingly taken in. Right. You know, if that's going to be the end game for John Walker. Right. No, no, I, I would agree with that. And, um, and then just, and also, after we brought it up over the last couple of episodes, just saying that we thought maybe the Flag Smashers were going to have enough serum to give it to a lot of people and level the playing field. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how disappointed I was. Oh, incredibly. See, that, that, oh, there's just 20 of them? Because how do... <laughs> Why are they thinking so small? Okay, I realize that's all you've got, mm-hmm. but you literally now are really incredibly strong. Why don't you like, use that strength to force someone to make more. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that this is a noble thing, right? But I mean, right. don't, don't be so small scale. I mean, if you're going to do yeah. it, do it up, do it up style. Um, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I I agree, and and there there was a very small part of me that's trying to grasp for anything that makes me interested in the flag smashers. Mm-hmm. That was very disappointed when Zemo started smashing the vials. Yeah. There was also a part of me that was like, he's going to grab a vial. I thought he was going to take I thought he, like, Yeah, I thought he was going to grab one. I was like, oh, because there was just enough hesitation. Yeah, I think. And I was like, oh, he's going to grab one and then he's going to smash all of them. Yeah. And then he just started I mean, smashing them. And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, and that that is what he would do. But for a moment there, I thought, oh, he would he do it? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> There was a like, question of, oh, is he, the, is he the whole means to the end? Like, okay, what, where, how could, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and also speaking of things that just erode my ability to support 
the flag smashers uh, calling up Sarah and threatening the boys. And then come along later and says, oh, I would never hurt them. Woman, that's emotional terrorism. You hurt yeah. her already. Yeah. Don't don't underplay that. I mean, yeah. not like just like Sam said, it doesn't always take blood. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just no. That that's already hurting people. And yeah. yeah. And so thematically, that's in keeping with this show, just keeps looking at all of these different angles. And um, at first I thought, this is how do I say this? I'm coming to the I'm coming to the conclusion that it, and I'm starting to accept that I believe this show is more there's so many people that are so similar mm-hmm. like in this that it seems like I should be overwhelmed but it's showing me all of these different ideologies that and how they play out with the same power levels and and access to resources and and I think that that was if nothing else, it has the potential to show us not only that, that, that Steve should be honored for having this power and how he acted with it, but it should be showing us why Sam deserves it because he has this, you know, similar ideologies and he's able to parse through this. I'm still not sure I'm still not support. I'm, I'm not. The show hasn't given me reason to be supportive of Sam's position that Carly is okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I. I'm, I. At this point, I'm seeing that as an error in judgment on his part. Yes. And I'm not sure I'm supposed to. You know. But. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Other things we could talk about. Uh. I mean, it's. This is. I know. I mean, this is such a straight-up political show. And I can imagine, I have not, I've intentionally not read any people complaining about how politicized it is, but if you can't understand that this is, comic yeah. books are always political and this is going to be hyper political. Mm-hmm. I don't I have time for you, but. Right. Uh, oh, speaking of great lines, I just love the whole, the Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever they find themselves to be. How wonderful. How wonderful. I love them. <laughs> um. I don't know. I also, I'm just going to say this, and this might be a really unpopular opinion, maybe not so with you, but with other people that end up listening or, or stumble across this at some point. I was actually very disappointed that Carly didn't get killed. I, the person that got killed made me even sadder, which maybe that's yeah. why we're supposed to be. Well, and, and not that she didn't get killed by John Walker in the shield, but mm-hmm. in the gunfight by gunfire, oh, she, yeah. she wasn't mortally wounded. I feel like that would have put more um, emphasis on on me having like any kind of opinion on them. Right. The, the, you know the what I mean? Is, no, exactly. Like so far, the poor gem. I don't. I didn't pay attention to his name. I don't you know. Mm-hmm. But the guy that gets killed, you know, that Walker kills at the end, he's the same one that was the only one I felt emotionally connected to when he was talking about how his grandpa fought. Yeah, yeah. And he and that guy was, you know, himself had been a Captain America fan. What a weird way to die. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, like that was the one I felt like I knew the most of the person. 
Mm-hmm. And and I suppose that's probably why they let me know him because they were going to kill him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but just to go back to the whole people, uh, I'm not sure what show people have been watching if this was their opinion that, that if, the, if the takeaway is that John Walker was corrupted by the serum, he has all, he's been showing us all along. From the like, beginning, yeah. I mean, he even said, go 10 minutes and it's my way. Well, what is your way? Your way is mean, yeah. your way is aggressive. I mean, you, you know, <laughs> he's, he's just, he's a bully. Yeah. Like don't, what would it, what do you say with a horrible thing? What kind of, per, what, in today's society, why, if I, it was not this episode. I think it was the last one or the one before. It was like, don't, you know, with the, when he's working with the police, he's like, don't give him a moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, none of this is anything you need. And that's is not someone who, again, got, you know, rest easy, battle snoot, but you are absolutely not, you know, doing your friends, you not judging your friend right. Right, right. He did not, yeah. in the heat of battle, make the good decisions. I never saw one moment of that. Yeah. Pre serum and definitely not post. Yeah. Um, I am curious how the whole they've they've definitely set up a Zemo Bucky sort of standoff, haven't they? When Zemo's mm-hmm. saying no one with the serum Absolutely. can be allowed to exist or something, they're all corrupted except Steve. Yeah, I like that they at least concede Steve was okay. Um, yeah. Let me see here. This is the problem with notes. I have to go back and freaking read them. <laughs> um, Oh, so I was saying, I think it is an examination of worthiness, the show in general, but mm-hmm. honestly, the whole damn show is like a therapy session for us as the viewer, where we were forced to re-examine our thoughts and our ideologies and, you know, what we might do with this kind of power or, I mean, I'm sure, I'm certain that there are probably people out there who see John Walker doing that to a terrorist and they're like, that's cool. Yeah. They're like, I'm, I'm here that. for it. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and there are probably people who would, if we're gonna say that Steve Rogers is, hold on. <coughs> sorry, if you know, if the Captain America that Steve that Steve Rogers was, was the ultimate ideal of what you know American could be or could become, mm-hmm. I would think that it would be reasonable that some would say that John Walker is the reality too many people of what America is. I would totally agree with that. You know, 100%. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but you know, we got to look at all that fun crap. Yeah. Um, I wish there was something. So, so basically in summation, amazing episode at beginning with Bucky and Wakanda, mm-hmm. some shit happens. Yeah. Um, the Dora Milaje show up and school of John Walker. Amazing people die and yeah. then people die again in a, you know, when John Walker murders somebody and he takes, he, he takes a serum. There's a bunch of shit in the middle there. I don't care about. Yeah. Oh, except can I just say what the hell with Turkish delight? Like that is the most underwhelming to find me one person who's actually eaten Turkish delight and thinks it's good. That Narnia is the Chronicles of Narnia are nothing but a fucking like propaganda for that candy company. Or well, it's not a company. Yeah. No but... one. It. What? That's awful. 
I've had, I didn't even know. I mean, I will eat a lot of mediocre food, like little, but I wouldn't even take a whole bite of a Turkish delight. It's just so underwhelming. I was expecting like ambrosia. It was nothing like sugared calf food. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Twice. I don't know. Fuck you, Aslan. <laughs> I don't understand, Simo. Like that, that, that makes me feel sorrier for the, you know, displaced people than anything else that fucking Turkish delight would make them happy. What, what kind of meager existence do you have going on where that's a fucking treat? Get her a ho ho or something. I mean, God. Yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, uh, is TT a thing? I've never heard of this. I've I've heard of TTs before. What is 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 it? Is that what they call you? It's like yeah, it's like auntie. Auntie. Yeah. Okay, I got it now. Yeah. After I started saying it, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, the only other thing I was going to say is that no matter what nursery rhymes recited by adults are always scary. Oh my God. <laughs> There's nothing creepier, in my opinion, than nursery rhymes being recited by adults or by children dressed in Victorian garb. Mm-hmm. It, it, with the, <laughs> the, the, the tiny, plinky, plunky, like music box. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now I did not expect Hoskins to die. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't expect that either. I mean, that I guess was I a, should that have was because a... Captain America's <laughs> right-hand man is supposed to die. I don't know why. I didn't yeah. Here's the, here's the deal. Um, I was expecting for something to happen to him mm-hmm. um, because <laughs> I. What I what I've been expecting, and I don't think I vocalized this in, in any of our previous episodes. Is it storming, by the way? It is. I just oh, noticed. Oh yeah, that. I just noticed that you um Quinn is sitting in front of some windows, and I noticed about 10, 15 minutes ago there was like a flash of light. And I was gonna ask if there was lightning, but now it just really like yeah. lit up everything. Well, that's exciting for you. Yeah. It's it's 70 degrees here right now. Um, I wish it would rain. I know that's exciting uh, for you. Um, but something I don't think I vocalized is that <laughs> I was expecting for John Walker and Hoskins relationship slash career mm-hmm. to mimic Stephen Bucky's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone was kind of waiting for that, looking for that, expecting that. Um, I mean, that's yeah. It, but I didn't and and I and I say that because um He's the antithesis of Steve, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's and it's very obvious um, that that's who he is. You look at First Avenger, and um, who is it? The 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 senator is like, and here he is, Captain America, and he yeah. doesn't walk out, and he doesn't walk out, and he doesn't walk out because mm-hmm. he's actually off, you know. 
mm-hmm. fighting now. He's with the Howling Commandos and everything like that. Whereas they go and here's your brand new Captain America and out walks this pompous yeah. asshole. Yeah. No, you know, with a gun on his hip. Yeah, with a gun on his hip and, you know, ready to put some blood on right. his shield. Um, but I wasn't expecting for Hoskins to die. No, I just, it, that one really surprised me. Um, yeah. Captured, maybe, you know, taken yeah. something. Um, yeah injured severely where he's not going to be with him yeah. to be the the jimmy cricket you know sort of situation yeah, right um that his removal from the scene would be yeah yeah um yeah i keep having this thought and it keeps like falling right out of my head which is just not chill <laughs> <laughs> um hmm. Well, talk some more, please. Maybe I'll come back to me. I'm frustrated that we're now, they gave us so much to care about in the first episode about Sam's life and sister, and we aren't seeing that again. Uh And and, um, I wish they had to check in with the therapist or something. Like, I wish that that was a point that we kept coming back to. Like, that was when I was seeing them work on their relationship I, I don't know I mean I don't know how you really work that into the middle of all this but it would have been yeah I don't know something like that I wish was happening but you know yeah. I, I just, just just desires um oh I speaking of things that are parallels because I think they're being very very you know for anyone who's watched the movies more than a couple times you know mm-hmm. you would know things so that stairwell scene towards the end when john is like when he bends the pipe yeah and, yeah know, to me it wasn't uh, it wasn't exactly the same thing but it felt a lot like the the civil war scene when they were when they're, they're in the stairwell right after he finds bucky in the beginning and steve's going out of his way to not hurt people like he's catching yeah. them when they're falling over the edge and yeah. he was he's even like come on at one point like yeah. he's having such a hard time fighting and not hurting people and then here's john intentionally hurting as many people as you can uh, at every point mm-hmm. and i just thought this is this is good storytelling to show me in exactly you know yeah in a way that's not exactly the same but enough that i'm catching on quite easily mm-hmm. at 2 30 in the morning that i've seen something like this before right and <laughs> yeah so and there's and there was something because there wasn't a lot going on with Sam other than Sam also engaged in fighting. Right. But there were two moments in that final scene where he bends that pipe and Sam looks at him and he's like, what did you do? What did you do? Yeah. And, and it's, and <laughs> there's shock and there's fear and there's just that unbelievable he doesn't even know what he's looking at on his face. Right. And then that moment out in that square and you, you can see Sam in the background and he just drops his head. Yeah. And there's that, it's that feeling of what I got from it was this feeling of not only disappointment in you, you just, you just did this. Mm -hmm. You just did this in public and there's a feeling of disappointment in I let you do this because I gave up the shield. Like all, yeah, I'm sure. You know that what that's I mean? There. Yeah. Right. You know, and 
you know, and this may not even come up on the show, but my thought was also to the general public, it looks like they're fighting on the same team as he is. Yep. You know, and he's had a long, hard haul of trying to recover public image wise so far in his career. Yep. And I don't, I don't envy him trying to come up with that again. Yeah. Um, I thought let's see, there were some lines I wanted to talk about. Were there any that really jumped out at you? Um, like I thought, okay. Really, the um, Sam's conversation with Carly, where he's trying to empath- empathize with her, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I know what it's like to lose someone," and she's like, "Don't patronize me," and he's like, "I'm, I'm not," you know. Yeah. Where where yeah. it's she's so guarded and she's so angry mm-hmm. that she can't even see when someone is trying to be genuine. And it's not right. even a, it's not even a trying on his part. He that's who Sam is. I thought that was an yeah, and I feel like that's somewhat related to that whole theme of trying to point out to her that she's a supremacist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that you know, and you know, and and I get that in the you know the I don't. Yeah, she definitely thinks she's better than people that run organizations and governments, and and I would say you know, until she started blowing people up, probably character wise, she was a better person, but yeah. it doesn't give, you know, that doesn't give one a greater right to exist than someone else. That's the whole God talk that, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that the whole, what Zemo's line, the desire to become a superhuman cannot be separated from supremacist ideals. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think, is that true? And I thought, you know, we haven't seen any evidence that that's not true because the two people that have had the super soldier serum, you know, like, I don't know that like Steve, I don't, I don't think he didn't sign up for that. He signed up to come into the army and Bucky certainly didn't ask for it. Right. But everyone else that we've seen get it has been awful. Yeah. You know, so, so I haven't seen any evidence that that's not true. And and I would think that, like, then I was sort of thinking, well, let me just look at everyone that acquires power, you know. And then I was trying to think, is there anyone, is it, I, I mean, and this is a literal question, like, of the people who are actually superheroes who become powerful, not like Thor who started out powerful, that's sort of right. an opposite journey where he has to kind of humble himself. But, yeah. you know, if, let's take Peter. Parker mm-hmm. you know he he didn't start out powerful he got some powers yeah by accident yeah. and then it made it so, so is it is it a theme where if you don't ask for your powers but you get them anyway or I mean I, I know that there's exceptions to that they become villains but is that something that's present in almost all superheroes that they didn't ask for the power that they got I'm wondering. I mean, I'm thinking of one exception offhand, but like, like Bruce didn't expect that. Right. Natasha didn't ask to go to the red room. I don't really understand what Clint's deal is with the hyper, you know, yeah, whatever that is. Um, I think Peter Parker is a prime example especially as they've characterized him in this current 
MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, like he says in Civil War, like I I got these powers. Like I don't know what happened. I got these powers, and yeah, I could go out for the football team, mm-hmm. but I don't because it's not fair to everyone else. Because it's not fair to everyone else because I'm different right. now because I have so, more. You know, there's yeah. there's a difference between. there's there's something to be said for the people who didn't ask for anything Mm -hmm. and i don't want to get into a big discussion about this but then the people like tony stark i was gonna say that's my exception who who yeah. yeah who out of necessity right you know came up with this Mm-hmm. And then exponentially built it, right? Into like you. Right. yes, yes. That's their, and I was thinking, let me go over like to DC because the equivalent to Tony there is well, that's Bruce. Mm-hmm. He definitely went. You know, I guess that that's born of his trauma, but right. that's different. I'm not sure. And then, but like, like there's, you know, Oliver Queen was marooned on an island and like Hawkman, I think Hawkman, I, mean, I, I don't even follow that very much, but I guess that's like some ancient Egyptian curse that have to do with meteors. I don't know. So I mean, just thinking that seems to be like a running theme, but, but anyway, but, I mean, but I know there's plenty of villains that get their stuff accidentally and, and become villainous, but it seems to me like it's, it's a predominant feature with villains. But I think that they, that's that the whole point. Them. Yeah. They but I think that's, that, yeah, they want the power. Yeah, I think I think that's the whole thing, though, is, yeah. is you see a lot of villain origin stories are they were powerful people, you know, rich, rich, rich men, powerful men who wanted more power, wanted right. more wealth, or they were the underdogs that were being pushed aside, being bullied, right. whatever it was. And so then they get these powers, they get something. And instead of saying, I want to be better than the people that treated me badly. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to right the wrongs that were done to me. You know what I mean? And I think this, I think the same is, is goes for the, the quote unquote heroes though, too. Right. You know, no, I think that is true. That's that's where my stance is today. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing I wanted to say is just you know a requiem for Hoskins. I, you know, I, I appreciate that he was able to talk Walker down. He, he was able to talk some sense into him. Um, I feel like the show, based on its own rules, showed us that Hoskins wasn't really going to actually end up being it wasn't like this was a great, great guy. I mean, because he wasn't judging his friend correctly. He was enabling his friend. Absolutely. Um, And then if we weren't clear enough, (laughs) as I die, excuse me. Anyway, um, you know, when that whole, would you take the serum? Hells yeah. Okay, that, that, that is telling us on the nose, this is a person who, you're not supposed to want to take the serum apparently yeah. this this is the rules that the show is set up yeah people who want the serum are bad yeah clearly yeah, yeah. um so actually, I, 
things uh, among the other things that I don't understand and I don't see how they could possibly resolve. I don't, I don't, I don't understand Sharon Carter. So I understand I, her. I'm really, I'm really leaning towards she's a triple agent. I hope so. I mean, she's got that some sort of agent. She's got something on, going on with that her. Makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 Um, she's got access to satellites. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. If she's a scrawl, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> this is just such an easy out. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll be more upset now at this point if she's a scroll. Whereas mm-hmm. before, if they really hadn't done any kind of character yeah. development with her and they made her a scroll, I'd be like, ah, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. Oh, and, and I, I know we talked about this off, off of it. last week. I was saying that she was like John Wick. And then in the interim, I discovered that the guy that wrote John Wick wrote last week's episode. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so there, was, there was definitely why there were some hints floating around in there that yeah. similarities. Um, yeah. So, okay. Uh, in summation, I liked, uh, oh, sorry. I lied. I'm not going to summarize anything. Much no. like, <laughs> I wanted to say in the whole literary theme. So basically, as foils, um, <laughs> you know, we we used, this, this, sorry, this show used old, old scenes and and words and stuff to, to basically highlight the difference between Steve and John Walker. But at this point, and they're trying, I think they're doing a really good job of it. Yes, Steve is this, he's the opposite of Sauron. I mean, yes. he's, he's also the main <laughs> figure who isn't appearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, we're starting to see that Sam has the idealism yeah, that's yeah. showing up, and Bucky has the the respect for the power, mm-hmm. you know, similar powers. So, and those them personifying those things about Steve helps highlight what's not right about Walker, and I think they've done a really good job about that because it's yeah. not just showing me being bad, right. showing show me the opposite. Show so they showed John Walker using a shield as a horrible weapon and they showed Bucky throwing a knife in the ground and not using an actual weapon as a weapon I mean absolutely yeah they show him shooting first and but what does Sam say that wonderful thing about the only thing you're you're running in here is your mouth you know yeah yeah wonderful (laughs) you know and you know and Sam he's talking but he's running the show I mean he's doing work Mm. with these words yeah you know um yeah. So, but the other thing I want to say, okay, this, so this is on, on like Freitag's pyramid. This is clearly rising action. We're getting, this is not the climax, but oh my God, yeah. this was a climax, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the thing that drives me freaking nuts about the MCU. Don't get me wrong. I, it's like catnip to me, these freaking end credit scenes. I love them. I look for them. Yeah. I enjoy them. But they do the exact opposite of, they're great for corporations. Mm. They're great for commercialism. They do the exact fucking opposite of what storytelling is supposed to do. Like after I've gone the whole journey and I've ridden at the climax and we've gone through the denouement and I'm relaxed, you give me something else and I can't, I can't go home and be fucking happy that I just saw a satisfying show. Now I gotta wait you know, nine months for whoever the fuck to turn up in another movie because you gave me the teaser. Yeah. Or five years later, I find out that, you know, Lady yeah. Sif, and, you know, they, they dropped off the 
the ether with the collector and I, that pays off yeah, like, yeah. Half a fucking decade later. I don't, that's not what you're supposed to do with stories, man. <laughs> like, don't, don't knock me back up after you unknot me. Yeah. I'm not, I don't appreciate it. Let me, let me bask in my denouement. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, the undergraduate degree was not for not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot many, many things, but the Damon Ma thing stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else, my love? <sighs> no, I don't <laughs> think so. I. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I think this was this was definitely a better episode than the week before. Yeah. I just was. There's just a very much a lot. I felt it was more cohesive. I just didn't like some of the stuff that they held together. Like in the middle, I was bored. Yeah. But but you know, it, it is what it is. It's still better than most television shows. It's better than a lot of movies probably better than most movies that's not fair either i just i think i have such high standards because i care i care so much about these characters and yeah and you know just as you i've dedicated hundreds and hundreds of hours of watching these these things again and again and again and and they have done well but i don't think i'm being hypercritical when i say that the middle of this is not interesting and you have not given they have not given me compelling villains for in the yeah. flags but I'm aware that the big bad of this is not the flag smashers. That's yeah, yeah. I'm very you know, hyper aware of that. And and I know that the power broker is another bad element, and but, but John Walker is the clear and present danger. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, and I don't. I think I know. I said last time something about the villains needing to be people with whom you could you know kind of identify or agree. Well, I mean, obviously that's not always true because later on I said, oh, you know, Hans Gruber and Die Hard is not someone that I agree with at all, but he's amazing. <laughs> right, right. You know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he just wants some bearer bonds, which whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, mm, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I want, I mean, I see the commercial for Loki and I'm like, that looks cool. Why isn't my thing cool? <laughs> I mean, it is cool. It started out so great. Like with like, see, it shouldn't be like. That. I think I'm just. I'm no. That's not. I mean, Sam's action scenes are great. There's so much yeah. great in this. Yeah. I'm just so underwhelmed by the flag smasher stuff, and I'm frustrated about like the non-appearance of Sarm. But oh, that was the thing I was saying on Loki. I, I know that that's not what they're going to do. Clearly, based on the. When I first heard of that series, I thought what I thought would make a great concept would be that Loki was running around in time, causing mm-hmm. issues as he yeah. would in the God mm-hmm. of Chaos. Um, but that Steve was the unseen thing chasing him the whole time to get the Tesseract back. Mm-hmm. So Steve was the quote unquote villain or, you know, You're right, antagonist. Right. Even though, so, and I thought he would be like, sorry, you just never freaking see him, but he's just chasing after him through time. I thought that'd be so great. Yeah. Because it seemed to me like that was an easy setup, but this looks, in, this this is going to, you know, this is interesting. I just, for people who love Rick and Morty, I'm sure they're going to love that show. So. Yeah, probably. <sighs> oh, well. 
Okay. You know, I think it's, maybe we should just address the fact that neither one of us were in the greatest mood. So this is probably not the funnest episode for anyone to listen to. Plus I didn't drink as much. So yeah, that's, those are probably all contributing factors. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, well, I, I better see some awards come award season for Mr. Pretty Crier. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves something. <laughs> he deserves what, something. What kind of goober had a problem with his acting? What a, it, that's got to be the same kind of like mental giant that years when Girl with the Pearl Earring came out. Mm-hmm. I read this interview, not sorry, review of it where someone said uh, the, the appeal of uh, 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 <laughs> of God, I blanked on her name. Scarlett Johansson. Thank you. I think it was Sasha Baron Cohen. This is definitely not. (laughs) The appeal of Scarlett Johansson continues to elude me or the mass appeal. And I thought she's a, an attractive, big breasted blonde girl. What, what this, what is not, that's the appeal. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, she was a great actress too, but I mean, just even at that point in her career, what, how is that? shocking to you that that was right. successful in Hollywood like yeah what is wrong with you <laughs> I mean if anybody got popped out of the mold ready to go it's a big boobed beautiful blonde woman you know <laughs> ah, gee if only we had one or two of those in Hollywood <laughs> that's what we need <laughs> oh god can I do anything else to embarrass myself before you? I don't know. I don't know. We should probably end this though. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Please don't give up on us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody. Um, we we look forward to next week. Um, we're certainly not giving up on this. Oh heavens, and, no. Um, I mean, of course not. We've, we've been waiting I think too the thing long is for this. The, the comments are made out of love. Like I have, I, I absolutely. I, it's great. I expected greater. Yes. And I don't think I was unrealistic to think that, that this company could give me something slightly better than this. 100%. And I'm only angry because it's the thing I cared about the most. If you gave me yes. something that was a little clunky with like Wanda Maxim off in it, I would have been like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this is Well, this and, is I th- and I think that was the problem too. That was very bright. Um, I literally <laughs> saw the bolt through the window. <laughs> like, um, <thank> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they surpassed expectations with one division yes and yeah and i was worried i mean i was because again i have some sort of ownership in this that i shouldn't because it's not right. my product but, yeah it's not my product it's, it's my not thing. the thing that i made yeah this is the thing that gives me joy is this part of this fandom and yes and i'm like i want everyone to see like what i've been freaking excited about for these characters for you know eight years and now oh okay it's i'm a little I'm a little mm. whelmed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, oh well. I'm, I'm whelmed. Okay. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. All right. Next time. Next See time. You. So, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody.